Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing And grams of that dro, that's my medicine I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs Cause I diminish them Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, cause I finish it I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat Like a bench player, man, you never wanna start me Not hardly do you ever scar me Still I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley It's ungodly how I go hard See, pass me the car key Let's go fucking party okay? Where niggas be at drinking on Bacardi uh-huh. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Podcast. H Cubed up in this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know who it is? It's your man Cooper with your man, Mr. Chris Ben Bass. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We're back with another episode for y'all, as promised. Yes, sir. Uh, Album review time. Yes, sir. And uh, if you guys have been keeping up with the podcast, then you guys know we're going to. Be hitting y'all with an old school joint this week. A personal favorite of mine. Personal favorite of Mr. Cooper right here. Um, that, of course, being uh, Mr. Big Punisher with Capital Punishment. Yeah, yeah, he released f- April 28th, 1998. Yo, where, where, where was he at in 1998, dog? Like, 1998. Like, do you remember? 1998 was my is this well, it was my technically my sophomore year okay because yeah 97 would have been a freshman year going into 98 so yeah it was my sophomore year of high school and around this time it was like i'm gonna tell you like this was a wild time for music because it was just like i remember explicitly big pun coming out dmx mm. coming out oh damn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know jay-z did the i think the not the black album but uh blah, 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 blah. I think he was on Annie at that point, Hard Knock Life. Oh, okay, right? okay, okay. Uh, I think that was part three. Um, like, I mean, there was just a lot of good fucking music that came out in like '98. I mean, you know, you, you know, it's funny, right? So I always like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of stories of this this one club in New York that like a lot of uh, rappers went to. It's I think it's called the uh, the Tunnel. Yeah, the tunnel. That's a Bronx joint, right? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's funny, right? I've always wanted, like, I wish I could have lived in that time. No, I feel you. I wish I could have been a teen, like a real like a, like a, like a, like a, we actually go places in yeah. that. Yeah, dog. Because I don't know. It's just something about like like music in this era that just <clears throat> it just felt real gritty and just. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I mean, I mean, it was like really the freshest of all of for all of that music. It was like. The time when it was really coming out and it was all, like, not all, but pretty much all was on the really good side. Right, right. So, I mean, like, I, f- I feel like it would have been a whole different world if I was, like, 18, 19, 20 oh, yeah. and, like, the late 90s versus Hell being, yeah. like, 14, 15, 16. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, um, but I guess I'm going to ask you this question later, but um, I'll, I, I'm going to ask you later, like, has has your opinion on the album changed at all, I guess, uh, um, since, since listening I really can't say that it has. <laughs> I'm just like being 100 like truthful. Like I thought it was a great album when it came back when it came out in uh, 1998, and I still think it's a great album today. It's one of the albums that I listen to the most. Like mm. it's in constant rotation in my in my car. Right. So like, and one it has like a it literally has like a, like two of my favorite songs on it. Right. From that era. So I'm with you. Like so, how, did, how did you feel about? Okay, that? so now this this might be a cardinal sin for uh, for a host of a podcast called Hip Hop Heads to to say what I'm about to say. Oh lord! But I've actually never heard a Big Pun album. Um, I, I've obviously heard of Big Pun. I've obviously heard of uh, you know his the the bigger songs like you know Still Not a Player. Of course, of course. And uh, what's that other joint uh, on the second album? 
So obviously, you know, aside from those songs, shout out to Tony Sunshine. Shout out to Tony Sunshine, man. Um, aside, that's the nigga that was in uh, in Terror Squad, right? Yeah. The singer, the one nigga that sung. Yo, every group need a singer. Everyone had a singer. (laughs) Hey yo, and it's always some shit like Tony Sunshine. It's like some like shit that you can kind of get carried. Like you can kind of disguise him as not being like a like a gangster nigga. Exactly, but they be out there looking straight thuggish. (laughs) Straight thuggish. Yeah, but um, but yeah, but aside from those two songs, uh, I really hadn't heard or listened to too much uh too much pun. And I'm gonna be honest, uh, like I told you before we started the podcast, uh, like I guess even even the intro was real cool to me. How like it was like these two kids just talking about fucking uh, uh, you know superheroes and shit, yeah. and, and, and the one kid is just caught up on on the Punisher, yeah. and in that relation to to, uh, to to Big Pun and, and just how this how this how the album starts off with the first song is is vicious to me. Would beware. I have to tell um, you, yeah, like as. I don't know if I've ever really said it on a podcast, but you know, I'm a huge like comic book buff, especially mm. the X-Men. Yeah. So like when I heard this intro when I was a kid, oh, I, bet. I was just like, yo, this is the shit I need to listen to. Yeah. And it was just like, Punisher, take out all your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I seen this seven foot Terminator nigga with mad guns. Man, Punisher gonna take him out. Nah, X-Men take out the Punisher. <laughs> Man, all them flashy costumes and powers ain't shit, homes. Yeah. I was like, this nigga was just like, Punisher go blam, 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 yeah. blam. I was like, yo, honestly, this is probably one of my favorite intros on an album. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's so wild. Because, you know, uh, back to what I was uh, saying, uh, like I said before the, the podcast, about how uh, I told you how Beware, when I when I first heard this shit, it, it legitimately, now I don't know because I'm not from New York, but I would imagine this is what it feels like to be in a Bronx bodega at, uh, at like, like 12 one in the morning like like i sound like on a thursday you know what i mean like just very dark very like a uh beware nigga yeah beware exactly <laughs> like i i feel like this song is the feeling of beware like when somebody tells you beware like yeah nigga this is the hey, song i gave you fair warning beware, beware. <laughs> yeah but um but definitely I, I feel like um the first song uh beware is just a crazy intro to it um Real, real strong start in my opinion to to the joint. No, it's a it's an incredible start, and um, the beat on Beware is just like, how do I put it? Uh, I don't want to say that it's excessively hard because I mean it is a hard beat, but it's not the hardest beat on the album. Oh yeah, you know nah, what I'm saying? Nah, it's not. But it still is a great track oh, to yeah. get you interested in what you're about to get into. It's real like almost like eerie, almost like that. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll say that. It's very eerie. Beat. You know what I mean? It kind of like, it draws you in a little bit. So definitely a <laughs> stellar, stellar beat, uh, lyricism throughout the whole joint. Exactly. And, uh, you know, speaking about lyricism, you got my man, uh, Black Thought in the next joint. Super lyrical is the name of the song. Yeah. So you know it had to be tight. You know it was going to be nothing but <laughs> fucking bars and a biggie hook. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Young, that hook is ridiculously. Lyrically, I'm supposed to represent. Yeah. And then he goes, then he goes, then they have that one clip where it goes, it's serious suicide. And then Biggie comes back in. Lyrically, you can't win. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, that is yeah. fun. Yeah. The f- like how you, how you flipped a, a sample like that, like a little yeah. loop and still added your own little touch to it is, 
is vicious because most niggas probably would have just been good with the Biggie loop exactly. and would have just let it rock. But, exactly. you know, he added his little touch to it, which it I gave it a whole new dimension. Oh, yeah. It was like two completely different sounds. Like it sounded like I don't know if it was from a movie or a TV right. show or whatever. Right, right. But like, you know, Biggie was very calm when he was saying those lyrics. And then the woman on this gentleman is freaking out. Like, yeah. you can't win. You yeah. can't win. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, like, it's very it's very yin and yang almost. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Um, but Black also, comes in. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Black Thought who, uh, who this was. I don't know, if, was it this year he had the the, the one vicious like ten minute freestyle? More that he, than likely. <laughs> yo, <laughs> shit he does. yo, why, why is I know this is a big point review, but why is Black Thought so uh, underlooked? Uh, like, is it is it the whole roots thing? I think it's because he's part of the roots. Because the roots are generally a band, and like. Everyone knows that the roots are vicious, but I don't really think people really go to, they don't really look at them with, look for at lyrical. Them for the lyrical thing, and which is the saddest part because that's one of the best parts about the roots is that Black Thought is so lyrical and that he can spit hard ass, heavy hitting rhymes over a beat that may not necessarily sound as hip hop as it should because right. it comes from a band, but at the same time, the band can make those beats. Right. <clears throat> so and- they, he, he has enough shit. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand why people. Like just, I figure if, if Black Thought was probably a solo artist, he probably would have gotten more, like yeah. you know, respect lyrically than if he had been part of the band. I could see that, and, and even for him to to hang with uh with the likes of Big Pun in his song is is pretty impressive uh, on his own. Exactly, because you know, like we said, this is this is like this is like a heavyweight fight, just niggas just throwing haymakers, <laughs> you know, because they they did the little thing where they kind of went back and forth a little bit. Yep. So that shit that shit was pretty tight. Uh, and, and and he also does that a little later on with, uh, with 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 Fat Joe, I think, in one of the joints. Yes, he does in Twins. Yeah. So that <laughs> exactly diddly diddly <laughs> Then in the middle of Little Italy, Little Italy. Nah, I'm not little even diddly. Do it. I'm not gonna do it because it's not even. Worth. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth track is actually a skit. It's called Taster's Choice, and basically that's like the obligatory uh, fucking bitches track. That's on that's here. the joint that like. You better hope you don't like turn on your car and that just was playing on your CD player. Cause you don't have to, like, you're like, chill, nigga. It's just a pun album, nigga. Exactly. Relax. Exactly. So, honestly, for real, for real, nigga should know it's the pun album. So, exactly. That should tell you a lot about your friend. But that jump, like, the skit is just funny in itself. Yeah, absolutely. You got the yeah. two bitches fighting over who's gonna get to ride pun. <laughs> and he's just like, man, y'all bitches done blew my high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't even give a fuck. Like, yeah, hell you're not, dog. But you know that that joint was the intro to uh, the song we were talking about before the, the still not a player joint, and that features um, Joe again. And, and one of the, let me let me see what I wrote down for this shit. I actually have notes today. Oh shit! Shout out to me. I'm not. I'm the funny thing. I'm not even using them right now. It's a fucked up thing. <laughs> Better to have them and not need them. Nah, you damn right. Hold on. You know what? I thought I did have it. But you know what? Damn. Oh yeah, I can do that right. Uh, oh yeah. So this is this is what I said. If if you're if you're summertime kickback or barbecue, don't play the joint at least twice. The potato salad better be fire. <laughs> Facts. Yo, this is Facts. the joint that like nigga. Even if you're not a, a little Latino, you know what I mean. Like you feel a little Latino when this joint plays. There's a little spice to it. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like you know. Uh, I don't know. It's just a feel good joint. You know what I mean. It's and a it's, classic joint. Oh, it's it's a, a classic. it's an upbeat joint. Like oh bitchy. yeah. It's a danceable joint. It's a oh, chillable yeah. joint. Like. It's just an all-around joke, and that was one thing about Big Pun is that he can make all types of music. And <clears throat> usually, if someone's a great gangster rapper, they're usually a really good gangster rapper, but they yeah. can't make party music that well. Right, you know, right, right. A lot of other shit. Well, Pun could give you everything. 
And that was one of the best things about Pun was that his versatility was ridiculous. His lyrical ability was ridiculous. Yeah. So it was just like, who you could get anything out of Pun. And like, I can show you some other shit randomly that he's been on other people's shit and it's just killed him. It's funny because uh, we were talking about that shit with my brother and he he, he mentioned uh, the Beat Nuts uh, yes. CD and, and that joint is... Yeah, the Beat Nuts were close friends to Pun and they, they worked a lot together. In fact, the Beat Nuts uh, produced a couple of joints on this album. Oh, okay, okay. And they're 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 vicious too. Oh yeah, the beat nuts are pretty good. Like I I wasn't as into them as I was into the terror squad, but now the beat nuts are nice. Oh okay okay yeah, and they're funny. Oh yeah, (laughs) they are funny as hell. All right, so after still not a player, uh, we've got another intermission. Um, I don't remember what happens on this intermission. Let me see. This is (laughs) oh yeah, it just says intermission too. So yeah, no, you know I think they just don't just play play music for like a couple seconds because I think this is like a very short joint. It might be the pull-up junk. <clears throat> yeah, because... Um, they just play music. Yeah, okay. Well, it's a dope tr- It's a dope beat. Yeah. <laughs> that is a dope beat. And that goes into Dream one of my Shatterer. favorite tracks on this joint, which is Dream Shatterer. And Yo, I got a question, dog. What's up? I got a question. I got to ask this. That's why I wrote this shit down. Okay. Your manhood will be... What did, it, what did he say? When you awaken, your manhood yeah, will be, be taken. Mm-hmm. Faking like I'm Satan and I'm the Roman Abomination. Dog. Faking like you Satan and I'm the Roman, Roman abomination. abomination. Is that not borderline kind of like, yo, he about a, he about a, he about taking manhood? I never thought of it. Like, are you talking about like, okay, what's, like, your, like, what's your translation of that? To me, that means, I mean, don't get me wrong, I get what he's saying, but that's kind of, I feel like nowadays you probably couldn't even say that without niggas looking at you funny. Cause I, mean, it, I feel like there's a lot of shit that rappers couldn't say now that they say to me, To me, pretty much he's saying he's going to violate this nigga in every which way, like, and, and pretty much, like, take his manhood, but... I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could take someone's manhood. Um, but when you awaken, your manhood will be taken. That's why it's kind of like... No, dog. I've never really looked that far into it. I'm just, hey, look, man. Hey, <laughs> I just, I just figured that he was. Hey, we want. Hey, look, man. That's gonna, that's gonna be. Look, we're gonna start a question of the week, and that's gonna be a question of the week, man. What, what y'all think pun meant here, man? You, what your manhood will be taken. You wake up and your manhood will be, be taken. taken. Look, man, let us know. Man, let us know what y'all think, man. But, <laughs> but nonetheless, the song is fucking hot, dog. Yes, the song is vicious. Hard vicious beat. The sample is vicious too, bro. The sample is vicious as shit. Um. But yeah, I remember I also wrote down a lot of borderline wild shit was said in the late nineties. <laughs> nigga, I think of, the fact that the f word was said like freely, like as freely as dude yeah. and nigga and shit like yeah. that, yeah. is is crazy to me. Because Nas had one that was like, "My style switches like a dog." And, yeah. Styles had a song called <laughs> "Kill That F F Word." Yep. And all it said was on 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 the hook was kill that f word, kill that f word. Yep. And I was like, I mean, I mean, hip hop was always very, I guess the the term is homophobic. Is it is it any is it any <laughs> I mean, less? I'm, I'm I feel like it's always <laughs> been like that. Like I mean, maybe not. So, I mean, like I mean, as far as I can remember, hip hop has pretty been pretty homophobic. Right. But then again, I'm also coming from dancehall culture and dancehall culture yeah, is very say. homophobic. So like, it's not something that's. I mean, I, I've always known. Like when you grow up, you're like, okay, that was wrong. Like you know, it's wrong to say that shit. But when you when you hear it, it's not something that you necessarily just like. Don't you Don't you got a song? 
or something called Chi Chi Man or yeah. something like that. It's or on T.O.K. Mumbai Bai and Ibati Boy. No, it's it? a, uh, yeah, Mumbai. Well, that's a different song. Is that not still just, saying, a, I'm about to murk this gay dude? Mumbai <laughs> Bai and Ibati Boy. Yeah, you're about to bust him in his head. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, uh, and that shit was cool. Song, it's it's basically, um, Basically, like, get all the chichi men and, like, when they're in the, in the, in the gay bar, like, like that bitch up or some shit like that. And this is a song that, like, was, like, a hit more or yeah, less. Yeah, bro, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's a lot of fucking artists that actually, like, I mean, like, one of my favorite artists is Buju Bantone. Okay. And he is not, well, I mean, he's in jail right now. Right. But also, he had such homophobic lyrics that, like, I don't think he can come to the United States to perform. Oh, okay. Especially so, now? Yeah. Where, where everything has so, it's, yeah. but I mean, it's just like a lot of dancehall artists back in the day had those lyrics because, especially in Jamaica, it's it's really looked down upon. Yeah, it's been being gay. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's gotta be much better than that. <laughs> right, Back right. in the day, it was a bad... It was, I don't know if they was out there killing motherfuckers like this. But you might get jumped or some exactly. wild shit. Exactly. Yeah. Some wild shit would happen to you. Right. Uh, and in the back back in the day, uh, rappers, I don't want to say we're kind of the same way with it, but I mean, it's just like, you just weren't thought of as a man or manly or whatever. Yeah. If that was your lifestyle. So, I mean, that's just kind of what they what they said. And it's also, it's, it's kind of just a sign of the times. The motherfuckers have changed and don't say that shit anymore and it's and funny it's because if you think about it right how a rapper might say the f word calling a, a, another rapper that that's almost like degrading calling you because you're gay that means that you're less of a of a man almost so it's kind of it's, like you said it's crazy how how times have changed and how even rappers because i'm sure at one point like you know rappers wasn't really even giving a fuck about what you know gay people was thinking or anything like that nah, much yeah. less at all anybody <laughs> they else weren't, they weren't giving a fuck it's like you don't listen to my shit don't fucking listen to my shit you right. know what I'm saying don't uh, fucking uh, uh, don't fucking listen to my shit if you don't like it you know right so um I mean I get it and it's fucked up <laughs> it's real <laughs> fucked up but I mean you know it's it was the 90s man. nah yeah nah definitely definitely Alright, where do we leave off? Uh, the next joint, number eight, uh, Punish Me, featuring Miss Jones. And that's another one of the chill Jones, one of the ones for the ladies, say, you know. I'm about to say, I'm going to be honest, this is the only moment in the album that I kind of was like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this song was whack, but like you said, it was, it's the change of pace. Um, I, It's one of the few slow songs. Yeah, right yeah, le- legitimately probably one of the few, only, only few joints. Um, but um, yeah, more like a... Was it like about like his, his girl cheating on him type shit? Yeah, pretty much. And, and she was asking for him back type shit. So you know, definitely one of them songs. Uh, but you know, it was alright. It was alright. Right. Right. I fuck with it. I mean, the the <clears throat> the chorus is just like cursing on. Yeah, him. basically, just, I want you to punish me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> punish, <Literally>. punish me. <laughs> Literally. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. If Pun didn't use this kind of wording for a song. You know him being called Big Pun. Yep. I feel like that would have been a shame, though. So shout out to Pun for, for coming up with that. Hell yeah. But um, yeah. Jones, I, I and you know, that's the only female uh, on this album. Is it? It's the only female on this album. Everybody out else is just Terra Squad. Artists, out of all the featured artists, you got the all of Terra Squad, which includes Cuban Link, Prospect, Armageddon, Fat Joe, Big Pun, Tony Sunshine, and Triple Sis. At that time, because Remy Ma was not part of Terra Squad at that point. Uh, then you've got Funkmaster Flex, Dead Prez, Noriega, uh, Prodigy and Inspector Deck, uh, Busta Rhymes, uh, blah, 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 Black Thought, 
Wyclef. I mean, like, yeah, she's the only female on this joint. But come to think about it, right? Really thinking about it, especially back then. What albums really had too many uh, female features, if that is any? True, and singing if they, if or they not? Were, if they were, it was, uh, it was just singing, yeah, yeah. So, and it was like the same group of girls, like like Mariah or like a uh, you know Alicia Keys. Unless it was like Terror like, Squad, yeah. and it was like someone in the camp, yeah. That's what I'm about to say. And they so. had like a female singer in the camp yeah. or whatever it was. So right. like Ashanti with like Murder Inc. She sang on every fucking thing. Right, right, right. Oh, she was a. Uh, Right? Yeah, she was a murderer oh, for like their entire initial run. True <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. Yeah. So but, next um, one is uh, what you you ain't a killer, right? Uh, well, it's a uh, packing oh, a Mac part oh, yeah, one skit, oh, yeah. and then you you ain't a killer. The first part was basically these niggas rolling up. Uh, this nigga was like, yeah, and come follow me. Y'all not under me, y'all under me. And then Pun shows up and everybody's like, hey, yo, what's up, Pun? And this nigga just hates on Pun randomly. And then Pun is just like, yo, what the fuck's wrong with you, nigga? And then they get into an argument and then they bust out the gun. Hold on, is that the shooting. joint, is that the joint where, uh, oh yeah, where, where, where he kills the one nigga? Yeah. And then, and then he the, kills the dude that called him like, a fat stu- ass. Yeah, he called him a fat ass. And then his boy who he hit, uh, in the crossfire he was, was like, yeah, I'm gonna be alright. And then he, he killed kills him, him too. And then the little nigga that's 14 lets him, lets him go. And then he's like, ain't nobody seen shit, right? Yeah. Like, that's some typical New York shit. Like, are you serious? Ain't nobody seen shit, right? <laughs> ain't nobody seen shit. Like, that is some nigga shit, dog. Yeah, and nah. I fucking love it. <laughs> nah, definitely. But isn't isn't the You Ain't a Killer... I, I swear I've heard that beat used uh, multiple times. Like, the little... That's that joint, right? The... I don't know if I've heard it on anybody else's joke. I swear, or, or, or maybe I've just heard somebody that song. could have sampled it, or somebody maybe. could have used the same sample. Or maybe I've just heard this song, truth be told. Probably. I remember hearing this song, and I was like, damn, I've heard the beginning of this. I mean, this song. it's one of the more popular joints off the album. Oh, okay. What do you mean? <clears throat> I'm not sure if it was one of the singles. I don't think it was, but uh, no, it wasn't one of the singles. But it was one of the ones that became popular off the album. So, yeah, no, nah, definitely. Uh, I fuck with the. I fuck with this joint. Um. Definitely one. You ain't a killer is yeah. another one of my favorites on this joint. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, easily. Uh, and then the pack and a Mac uh, skit two for number eleven, <laughs> where Pun basically he pulls off in the first jump. He pulls up to his boy Cuban and he says, "I got a pack and a Mac in the back of the act," and they just start wiling out and packing a Mac in the back of the act, packing a Mac in the back of the act, packing a Mac in the back of the act, packing a Mac in the back of the act. These niggas is dumb as shit, but they're funny as hell. Yeah, yo, and and this is honestly right. I would say that this represents like a a late '90s rap skit to a T, which is like you can get anything from some wild shit. Just some funny ass shit. It's probably a good mixture of both. Exactly. So. And it shows that not only was he serious about his shit and he was a good lyricist and all that other shit, but he was funny too and he had a great sense of humor. Honestly, right. That's one of the few things that I really <laughs> fucking love about. Is that a New York rap thing? Like, like, did that start in New York rap? Like what? skits like that? Actually, probably. Yeah, because all the old rappers in New York from back in the day had some type of skits in their joints. And I feel like that wasn't a thing, uh, like in like West Coast rap as much. Nah, nah. Not that I, nah. Not that I, uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, because I remember Snoop had a couple of skits on his joints. But like, not to the degree (laughs) that the New York niggas did. Nah, I can't (laughs) <laughs> It'll be a whole like album's worth of, of fucking material. I'm on saying, a... how you got 25 tracks and like eight of them were skits? Like... 
Skate, skits and interludes. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> literally, dog. Literally, dog. But um, but sometimes the shit works, and if it if yeah. it helps move the album. Oh yeah, definitely. I I, I feel like if it, if it if it brings everything together, or uh, or if it adds something to the album, if it doesn't just if you are left off, with, why the fuck you just need to put that shit there? Then I think you did a good job. I think it's alright to to have you know, any kind of. Inner. Agreed And as long as that joint Is not long as fuck As we have said before yeah. You don't need no damn interlude That's a three minute interlude That's a fucking song So right. nah, let's, definitely. Like, let's just get that straight uh, Number 12 uh, Caribbean Connection Featuring Wyclef Sean Yo I did not know My man Could rap like that. Yeah Wyclef is Wyclef was a beast Like I I was not him Nah Wyclef was good Back in the day And um <laughs> the one day, the first line always kills with me on this fucking song. Run a rumble with the pun, huh? <laughs> Shit on the whole industry, young. That's Hold on, fra- that's off of Lil Kim's joint. I was about to say, Quiet Storm. I was about to. That's how she starts her joint. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, that's, um, all about the Benjamins. There you go. All about the Benjamins. My bad. My Hold bad. on, which song came out before? All about the Benjamins came out before before this joint. Uh-huh. Yep. So that was a diss. I don't know if it was a diss. Or just like taking it and running with it, like because you know when I first heard this shit, right? I thought maybe this one came up before about the Benjamins, and maybe she was kind of paying like homage to. to oh no, I want to say Benjamins came out in like ninety six or ninety seven, something like that. That's something to look up. When did All About the Benjamins come out? Is this what you mean? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> When did the song All About the Benjamins come out? It's All About the Benjamins. 97. Right. Notorious B.I.G. Lil' Kim and the Locks was released on August 24th, 1999. Well, nah, well, this was 1997. Oh, word? Yeah. Okay. So now, either way, that would be before this album came out. Exactly. Yeah, it says it was released 1997. I don't know why the thing said 1999. So yeah, this All About the Benjamins came out before this, because... Punishment came out in 98 Yeah exactly So I'm guessing It's funny because Like I said I, I didn't really Even hear the little The pfft At the end Yeah But now it's kind of like Oh damn This nigga was actually Kind of Kind of <laughs> Throwing a little shot there <laughs> Exactly But I mean like It's, it's a dope fucking line it's, it's great to It was an interesting way To open it up So that you could uh, So people could uh, Kind of like Oh I recognize that Yeah But he did it Completely different yeah. Alright let's see What this is about Yeah not for sure For sure Definitely and um, the beat on this joint is crazy, and I, I love the fucking shit in the chorus that whatever Wyclef. Yo, Wyclef. Yo, that joint is dope. I'll be honest, dog. The the many different ventures that Wyclef has been featured on on so many crazy different things, dog. I'm telling you, bro, he's just all over the. How map. have you gone from being on a big pun album to being a, on a Shakira song? Yep, and. and and like legitimately been huge in both ends of the spectrum like yeah it's it's quite ridiculous but i mean uh and actually if you ever get a chance to see him in concert he actually puts on a pretty dope oh, show oh does he he doesn't just do his own music he does a lot of other people's music oh does he really at least when i saw him cuz i saw him he opened up for a mary j blige but oh, okay. he hyped the fuck out the crowd so, oh right yeah but uh now that <clears throat> this joint everything from the lyrics to the beat and i mean the beat on this joint is just like uh, that whole joint it's is vicious. just so yeah. fucking dope. Nah, it like. definitely had it's just it's just the vibe from the jump. It's definitely a vicious joint. Warning. <laughs> definitely a vicious joint. 
And then after that, number 13 is uh, Gram- uh, Glamour Life, uh, featuring the Terror Squad, another favorite of mine on this joint. <clears throat> and this joint just like he just lets the whole yeah, fucking about to say, squad everybody go. just get go loose. Yeah, just let loose. Is one of the things that I uh when Terror Squad first came out, I was pressed for Terror Squad. I thought that the Terror Squad was going to be the next biggest thing and going from like 2000 on, it was all going to be about the Terror Squad, <laughs> like it was about, you know, Rockefeller and Bad Boy before them. I right. thought the Terror Squad were going to be the next biggest thing in New York hip hop. And then Hun died and it all fell apart. Damn. And it was terrible because, young. Yeah, first of all, the first Terror Squad album, dope as fuck. That's what my brother was telling me. That joint is hard as fuck. That joint is so sick. The second album is good, but it's way more mainstream. It was uh, okay. after Pun died. Uh, Remy is okay, a main okay, focus okay. on it. So is Joe. And right. like everybody else is kind of side. And then all the other niggas that were on the Terror Squad from before, Cuban Link, um, Armageddon, uh, Triple Sace, like they kind of all just like, I think, left the label. Like they all had projects that were supposed to come out and they all got shelved. Cuban Link had a good project, which I ended up getting randomly. Uh, from the downloads, thank you to the source. Mm. Um, but like his shit got shelved indefinitely. Did you fuck uh, with Cuban Link? I did. The Cuban Link was nice, dog. He was nice as fuck, and I thought he was gonna be the next pun for real. Was he? Would you say he's nicer than uh than Fat Joe? Yes, I would say. At See, the he time, was the second he was, best. <clears throat> second, he was way nicer. Second best <laughs> rapper out of in, in uh in out of the group. Yeah, I would say Fat Joe, uh, Cuban Link, and then uh, I mean, uh, excuse big me, pun. big pun. Cuban Link and then Fetcher. Okay. And I, because honestly, the, the only Cuban Link joint I heard was, uh, his little, uh, the tribute to, I don't know if you ever heard that joint, Flowers, Flowers to the Dead. Flowers to the Dead. Mm-hmm. That joint is tight. I fuck with that joint. Look up, um, uh, Still Telling Lies. That's what the album's called, or? No, that's what the, uh, the single, like the oh, lead okay. single for the album was. There was a music video and everything. Oh, there. okay, okay. It used to play on, like, BET. Right, like, right. Um, Rap City and all that other shit. Right. But the album just never dropped. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But so, but that joint got like pretty pretty It got plays, yeah. It was pretty popular. Oh wow. That's I don't know crazy. I don't know how, how big how popular <clears throat> it really was outside of real hip hop circles. Right, right, right. New York for real, for real. Right, like, right. On B E T it got a lot of love. Oh, and okay. it got a lot of love on uh the radios, I believe the radio in New York. Oh, okay. So but the next joke <clears throat> after the crushing of the terror squad on uh, gl- uh, Glamour Life is the title track Capital Punishment featuring Prospect. And this is a hard fucking song, dude. And Prospect doesn't do anything but keep up with Pun. Like, yeah. he does a great job. He's, like I said, he's not as lyrical as Pun is, but he does a fucking great job to keep up with Pun and to work his magic on this track. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Um,. And you know, this is one of the things, one of the things I noticed about, uh, I, I, and I guess I'd have to listen to a lot more, uh, like, I guess late 90s albums to really see this, right? But I feel like a lot of, a lot of, the B selection was good because it kind of all, it, it didn't sound the same, but it kind of meshed in with each other, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and there was a lot of different producers on here. Right? Oh, was it? There was like a handful of producers that I didn't know off the jump, but there was some that came in. With Fat Joe from his original crew from the early '90s called DITC digging in the, in the crates crew. Uh, then also Rockweiler, who was a big producer back in the '90s. Dr. Dre was a producer on this joint. RZA was a producer on this joint. So like, there was a lot of talented people that were not only just featured on this album, right, but, but also were also put in the production of this album. Yeah, no, definitely. So um, 
but that joint, that joint was tough. I and Dead Prez actually did a couple of joints on this album too. I'm not sure what Dead Prez. Yeah. There, it's another group that's really cool with um <clears throat> with Pun, and I believe also with Wu Tang. Oh, okay. Also, I think we can. Uh, yes. So, Capital Punishment is a, another hard banger on this giant. And an album that's full of hard bangers. Right. No, I'm about to say, <laughs> yo, legit, you could, like, if you want to, like, go do an armed robbery, dog, just pick a song, dog. And exactly. It doesn't matter unless. Every song except for Still Not a Player. And you could probably go in there, joint and do a successful armed robbery. <laughs> I agree. It'll hype you the fuck up. Hell yeah, for sure. Uh, number 15 is another skit. Uh, it's called Uncensored. That's like the joint that's kind of like an interview, right? Yeah, it was like an interview with uh, Funkmaster Flex. Uh, and they just go in, and he's asking them all type of ridiculous questions, talking about how she's fucking, and Pun just exaggerates and goes wild off the blue with it, and <laughs> has fucking flunk, uh, Flex just laughing his ass off. Yeah. So it's actually pretty funny. I remember cracking up like the first dozen times I heard it. Right. But then, you know, after you listen to an album so many oh, yeah, times, bet. I'm just like, all right, skip this shit. Yeah. <laughs> be mad as shit when you're in the gym and this drunk comes on like <laughs> damn it why didn't I remember to take the fucking like interludes shit. out <laughs> like shit but that that, that drunk was a, a, a nice little uh, intro into I'm not a player and it's funny because I knew I had heard pun say I'm not a player I just fuck a lot yep but then when I heard uh, still not a player I thought I was, I was like hold on maybe he only says I'm not a player I just crush a lot on the clean version but then I heard this version. I was like, "Hold yeah, on!" It's like the remixed version. I guess so. Yeah. I think this one, um, "I'm Not a Player," is the original. Oh. And okay. The other one's still not a player. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. That would make sense. Although it's funny that uh, "Still Not a Player" comes before, For, and that's what <laughs> fucked me up. Yeah, that's what the funny thing about it is, dog. It comes entirely like in a whole album before. <laughs> Legitimately, that joint is number five. <laughs> down to number seven, uh, down to like what? Number 16. 16. 10 songs. <laughs> Jesus. But no, this joint is dope. And yeah, the sample. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, I wish I could remember who the sample is on that song, but it's so dope. And it's an old soul sample, too. And it's, it's just. vicious. As soon as the joint drops, you can just hear it. It's vicious. Yeah, dude. Um. Now, after this joint comes one of my, another one of my favorite joints on this, uh, is called Twins Deep Cover 98. Now, this is, and it features Fat Joe. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you know this, but there's a song called Deep Cover with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. And that's the beat. The and that's the beat. beat from, yeah. It's from that okay, song. I, I think know. that song's from like 92 or 93. Oh, wow. So they basically re- just redid the joint. Mm-hmm. But in redoing the jump, Pun gives us one of the quickest and best lines and most quoted lines in hip hop history. <laughs> then in the middle of Little Italy, little did he know to the, to, what was it? Fuck it, I always, I'm gonna have to say it slow, I always fuck it up. Uh, then in the middle of Little Italy, little did he know little to every middle to middle, every little to middle man who didn't do diddly or didn't know diddly, something like that. Then you know in the, the middle of Little Italy, diddly, little did we know that we riddled a middleman who didn't do diddly. There you go. There you go. That's the line. Which actually, he's actually, the funny thing is, right? I, I love it when niggas right. say some crazy shit like this and they're actually saying shit. Yeah. Nigga, that, like, that actually is actually some shit right there. And now that you read it, I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dead in the middle of the mid. 
Mm-hmm. And in the middle of Little Italy, little did we know that he really was little, little man. But you know what? I, I've been working on my whole life trying to get that joint without looking at that. Hey, look, so man. Hey, shout out. Sh- hey, look, man. Shout out to the 80s babies, dog. Yeah. Who were able to do that without Rap Genius. Gang, gang. Singing every song incorrect. We <laughs> we see y'all. <laughs> and we not hating. Y'all popping out here. <laughs> Shit. But nah, Twins uh, was a vicious ass joint. If and you ever get a chance, watch the music video because that joint is pretty dope too. I think I have seen it actually. Is that the joint where they're like in like. In like very evidently like a very evident New York like environment. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> like yeah. the niggas just wearing like in like... front of a project. Yeah. <laughs> and they, I think they got the camo joints on. Yes. <laughs> Yo, hey son, uh, the, I, I'm sure you've seen this picture where it's Pun and, and Fat Joe standing like at like an award show and they're wearing like humongous suits. Yes, yes. Yo. And if if that was the Source Awards, they were both packing heat. <laughs> Why you say that? Because the Source Awards used to get ratchet as fuck. Oh, Most, I have heard about that shit. There were shootings at the Source Awards and stabbings and all type of shit, man. Oh, actual shootings? Yes, nigga. People used to literally pull guns into the motherfucking Source Awards. No, hold on. I seen this shit on uh, on um, on on Twitter that said that these niggas look like like uh like like bosses in a fighting game or some yes! shit. Yes, yes, in like in like a Nintendo game. Yeah, or something uh, like Streets that. of Rage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they were probably bright colored too. Yes, no. there we go. Yep, and then pun with that big ass chain. Yo. I was like, bro, you have no neck. Hell no. <laughs> no shade, no no disrespect to the dead. I love nah, that. definitely. My man didn't have a neck. Nah. <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy? My man's chain is almost the size of his face. Yes. Hey, big pun. You got to make the big yeah. chain. And I'm pretty sure that's a, uh, is that a Jesus piece? I think it's a big ass Jesus piece. Uh, it is a, whoa. It's either that or is his name. You know, I don't know. Can, can you tell? Well, it has the TS on the front. Yeah, it definitely has, yeah. And, nah, I can't tell what the fuck that is. It's not a Jesus piece, though, that's for sure. Maybe a motorcycle? I don't know. Yeah, I can't. It's something. It's, it's stupid the shit that these niggas put on chains. Oh, you know what? It's his terror squad. I mean, it's probably it. Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? It's probably the tombstone giant. Because the uh, terror squad logo used to be a tombstone that said terror squad where the name would be. That's probably what the fuck it is. And that was how they, uh, they, uh, their album cover for the terror oh, squad okay. album. They were all around a tombstone with shovels and shit. Oh, true. <laughs> and it's like you're looking up at them. Right, right. Oh, that's pretty tight. I'm about to listen to that. Okay, now after Twins uh, comes uh, another interlude featuring Dead Prez, uh, Rain and Oh Sun. yeah, that joint was tight. I'm not even gonna lie, that shit kind of it threw me off because I feel like I, I was I was hearing so much like aggressive, yeah, and just especially after uh, 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 the fucking uh, Twins playing before that. <laughs> yeah, Capital Punishment and then Twins. After that. <laughs> That's too hard. That's what I'm saying, dog. Like for you to just all of a sudden. Just, Shut it down, but now that joint was tight. Um, which led into a vicious next joint too. Boomerang, number nineteen. Uh, yeah, that the beat on that song is so fucking ill, and that's just a fucking typical New York nineties beat. Hell yeah, fucking love it. Like, yo, that that's the type of beat. Like, I I want to hear everyone rap over that or some DJ Premier shit. Yo, I'm about to say. (laughs) You know what's funny? Well, all right, when you think, all right, when you think 
like hip hop to its core. Yes. What beat comes to mind to you? Any DJ Premier beat. I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> you know what joint for me? What? It's it's Premier. It's uh, recognized by the locks. Oh yeah. Recognized. 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 Yeah. Yo, that joint. That joint is fucking that that and I would have I'd have to think of about a couple other joints. You know that. what's one that when, when I hear it it comes to me as as uh, straight hip hop, the joint for warning, uh, by Biggie. Who the fuck is this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah! And it's just like the basic hard ass beat. Yeah, that joint. Yeah, that joint is so sick. There's certain beats that are just hip hop, dog. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way around it. I'm like, god damn, dog. And you know what? Biggie probably rapped over like a good maybe fifty percent of the problem. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you, thank you. We're not here to talk about Biggie. Nah, no. <laughs> The next joint come up <clears throat> as number twenty. You came up featured Noriega, which is another upbeat joint. Uh, it was another single that had a video, and the video was hilarious because it was fucking big pun, essentially <laughs> pretending that his big ass was James Bond. What? <laughs> Shut the fuck. And it comes to a point where like the niggas are chasing him through the mansion, right through the party, and like this nigga jumps off the upstairs balcony and lands on his feet and just hits the. Huh? Huh? It looks both ways and then it just takes off. <laughs> Hold on. Pun? Yes, dog. Hold I'm telling on. you, Pun had a sense of humor, bro. Pun had a great fucking sense of humor, man. Hold on, I gotta look this shit on. <laughs> that joke is hilarious. And Noriega just on the on the chorus, cause I I didn't really fuck with Noriega back in the day. I've grown to like Noriega, but back in the day I didn't really fuck with him, so him just being on the chorus was right. perfect for me. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but Nori and um, Nori and Pun were really, really close friends. Also. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess both being Latino rappers. Yeah. Although it was funny because I think Nori is from Queens. <laughs> he used to always just be in the Bronx or whatever. So like, he just knew all the niggas. Right, right, right. Florida. That's funny shit. <laughs> um, let me see. Number twenty-one is uh, Tres Leches, uh, Tribro Trilogy, featuring Prodigy and Inspector Deck. And I'm a, I'm assuming that the boroughs that they're referring to are the Bronx, uh, Brooklyn, and probably Staten Island. <clears throat> I don't know where Inspector Deck is from, but I'm assuming <laughs> Some... it might be Staten Island. Right. I mean, I'm assuming when they say Tri-Borough Trilogy, I'm talking about all three of the dudes on the song are from, from different boroughs. Yeah. <clears throat> and the song is dope as fuck. Like, the beat is it's another hard-ass fucking beat. Um, I would only expect Prodigy and Inspector Deck to be actually rhyming on something that's hard. Uh, Inspector Deck is not one of my favorite members of the Wu Tang Clan, but he puts in a very decent verse on this joint. Mm. Uh, Prodigy, as you know, I just come to expect had a great verse on this joint. Right, and then so of course, Pun also can't correct it. Though. Of course, um, number twenty-two is the Charlie Rock shout out. <clears throat> it's basically just shouting out his man Charlie Rock. Apparently, he was a member of Terror Squad, but he got locked up. Oh, okay. And he's in, he's in there because his lips don't flat, <laughs> as Pun would say. <laughs> so pretty pretty much, he's in, he he took one for the team. Exactly. And he got a shout out on the album. What, what they used to say on the Boondocks? No snitching. No snitching. <laughs> no snitching. Uh, twenty three is Fast Money, and that's an that's another hard ass fucking song. I can't exactly remember how the beat goes off the top of my head, even though I just listened to it not even 45 minutes ago. Shout out to the weed, man. <clears throat> I'm saying. Uh, but again, another greatest fucking song. Pun goes on and rips the 
rips to pieces. Mm. Uh, and then the last joint, I feel like we just kind of rushed through those last couple ones. We kind of did. <laughs> we kind of did. A low, we've been, we've been, we've been at this for a minute and we are also on 24. Yo, I'm, I'm saying. And it's a uh, parental discretion featuring Buster Rhymes. And kind of a way to end the album. Uh, yeah, it's an, in, it's an incredible way to win the album because first of all, you get the most eccentric rapper that there really Buster. is, I think so, in Busta Rhymes. Yeah. And then you put him on this crazy, like, eccentric beat that just kind of sounds almost like industrial noise. And it just came out incredible. <laughs> like, it's nah, a def- great fucking way to Is, is Busta from New York? <clears throat> no, Busta's actually from Jersey. Oh, well. Same shit. Yeah, same shit. I always wondered that shit. Cause I was like, because Busta kind of has like a... I mean, he's always had like, like uh, I guess like a unique little so- uh, sound and shit, but I always wondered where the fuck his... He came from. Like, oh, yeah, no. Nah, he's definitely Jersey, but, like, uh, when he was with his crew, I want to say a couple of the dudes, or at least a couple of them were from New York, but he used to always, um, used to always chill and be with, like, niggas like a tribe called Quest. Oh, okay. And so, like, those were New York niggas. So, right. he, he would work with them a lot. Right, and right, then when right. He, like, one of his best friends in the music industry is, uh, Q-Tip. Oh, okay, okay. So, right. Like, so, them niggas close right there. Exactly. Doesn't seem like those two would be friends because they're so just deviated when it comes to hip hop musically. But I mean, they put out a couple of um, uh, mixtapes together. Oh, where? Pretty fucking dope. Oh, what? Like, I'm not even gonna lie. But um, all right, so this was a very long album. Yes. (laughs) I know we actually pushed this review back so that uh, my man, Mr. Ben Based, right here could uh, digest it fully. Yes, sir. But. After listening to all 24 tracks, interludes, and songs all together, uh, what are you going to score Capital Punishment out of 10? You know, like I said, uh, from the moment I first heard this album, it definitely uh, was an embodiment, I feel, of just when I think of hip-hop, you know what I mean? Because when I first heard hip-hop, it was like... I- I was, I didn't even understand what niggas was really talking about in the songs, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, you know, my brother would be listening to that shit, or like an older cousin, or whatever yeah. the fuck, and I would kind of just be listening, and uh, I guess because I don't, I wasn't, didn't really understand, but that was the first time I heard it, I, uh, you know, connected that sound to being, you know, hip-hop, yeah. and, and rap and shit, so that being said, uh, I think this, like I said, this, this album is, does a perfect job at at uh embodying that and i feel like um it definitely it definitely is it has a timeless feel to it almost you know what i mean like yeah it, um i mean it's, it's hard does that you know yeah just- no nah, definitely and, and honestly this is one of those albums right that is it's hard to skip a track on here honestly like yeah. um aside from maybe one or two of like the slower songs that you know might deviate you from how the whole album is making you feel but uh other than that definitely Banger after banger after banger, just hard New York grit. And um, I, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give this album a, a solid eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Um, after the first time listening, um, I'm. Are we still doing the whole if if it stands the test of time shit? Yeah, we can do that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it does. Because there are, I feel like there are a lot of songs on here that do, but I feel like there's also a lot of songs on here that do sound a little dated. Mm-hmm. Now I've, I haven't heard the uh, Pun's second album, but I heard that that's I guess the more like mainstream kind of sounding yeah, joint. Yeah, definitely. That that might be a song that might stand more of a test of time than 
and this than capital punishment. Okay. Which is um so I I would say eight and a half. Okay. Now I'm just gonna go out there and I'm gonna give my first ten. Okay. Uh, this album, I think it's my first time. <laughs> Knowing me, it probably is. Uh, what about, uh, uh, 36 Chambers? Did I give 36 Chambers a time? I probably did. I, I, it, would, it would be something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I give this album a 10. Um, personally, this is just fucking nostalgia of my youth. This is the shit that I fucking grew up with. Uh, this is the shit that I love. Like I said, this is in constant rotation in my car, so I'm listening to it all the time. Right. To me, yes, it has stood the test of time because I've introduced it to a lot of people. Even most recently, one of my buddies who was, uh, well, I introduced it to him when he was 18. Oh, maybe okay. three years ago. Mm. And he was just like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? And like, Fell in love with Big oh, Pun yeah. after yeah. talking shit about Big Pun and not knowing anything about Big oh. Pun. So it was just like, <laughs> I think that this joint does stand the test of time. I just think this is a great collection of music. Um, the, the only thing that I think is a little dated is the skits. And that's just because they are so fucking 90s. Like a DJ Funk Flex joint, like that's of 90s. Of course, that's 90s fuck. Like 90s as fuck. Uh, a skit about a drive by or, so, or like, you know, a skit a about a drive by or, or a skit about sex. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just so 90s. Like to <laughs> me, all of those are the only things that really give it away Yo, that it is an old album. You know, <laughs> that shit just reminds me of, I don't know if, if you've heard, uh, uh, or if you, if you remember um we are the streets uh the yes, locks yes the uh <laughs> where uh where it's like where he he tells a nigga to pull over and he tells a nigga to shoot him in the head yeah and he's like shoot that nigga no nah, i ain't built for bodies man i ain't built for bodies man i slapped the shit out you give me that shit now put that lock shit on <laughs> yo that was a yo late dog 90s and early 2000 raps had the best skits dog <laughs> the be- like the listening experience was just it was it was like a theatric experience because like I, it was it, it was crazy. led to something it was yeah there was a song that was catered towards that skit and it was literally the intro to yep. that skit and that's why they were the interludes it was yeah. an interlude that was leading right into the subject matter yeah. So like yeah no it's a very fucking nineties two thousands thing. Um, I kind of wish motherfuckers would do it, but at the same time, I don't really feel like motherfuckers are that creative to come yeah. up with good skits these days. Hell so, no. Nah. <laughs> I mean, if the niggas can't give an interview, what makes you think these niggas are gonna nah, give you a skit? Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just facts. Nah, you're right though. You're right though. But anything else you want to bring up today, sir? Uh, nah, man. Uh, shout out and also rest in peace to the late great uh, Big Pun. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, definitely, sir. uh, Christopher Rios. Yes, sir. Well, what's up with these Christophers, man? I don't know. Christophers apparently make great rappers. <laughs> hey, shout out to shout out to all the Christophers out there. Yeah, shout out to the Rios family and the Terrence. Oh yeah, definitely, absolutely. New members and old. But hey, thank y'all for listening. As always, y'all know if y'all want to get in contact with us, leave us what you think about the Big Pun album. If you get a chance to listen to it, y'all know you can find us at uh, Hip Hop Heads Podcast on our Facebook page, H Cubed. And yes, that is all spelled out on Instagram and Twitter. And oh, you can find the podcast on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Uh, iTunes, iTunes, and Google Play. And from us. To y'all, everywhere in the world, we say thank you for listening and peace. <laughs>